In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... one person. Coming in from China. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will. We're going to all be great. We're going to be so good. This is a pandemic. The Betches Sup Podcast. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hello, and welcome to the Sup Daily Corona Cast. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And I'm Elise Morales. And the Corona Cast is your daily rundown of all the latest news on COVID 19, how we're getting through it, and just how close we are to ending this crisis. Let's get into it. Hi, Brian. Hey, Elise. <laughs> How are you? Uh, the, you know, um, my cat shit on the floor this morning, so <laughs> it's been a rough day in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why are you here all the time? Get yeah, out. Yeah, Danny and I have never considered the possibility that maybe she wants us to leave so she <laughs> can do her private stuff that she does all day. And mm-hmm. after this, we were like, oh, my God, is she annoyed? Is she annoyed that we're here? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think that she was telling us to get out. That very well could have been it. Um, my dog is like having the time of her life still. Um, I feel bad that we're going to have to bring her back to the city eventually. <laughs> because she's just going to fucking hate us. Um, <laughs> and someone was talking about like how all these dogs are going to have such severe separation anxiety in like 10 months. And it's like yeah. so true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And I'm like, I used to think that about Biz. I was like, oh, she's going to be so sad when we leave. And now I'm like, oh, my God, she wants – she usually mm-hmm. has, like, five hours in the middle of the day to kind of do as she pleases. And now she's like, you guys need to go. Yeah, cats are annoying, different for sure. We're yeah. the annoying roommates to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It's like every day is, like, starting to bleed together because it's, like, week three now, right? Yeah, so some, or like, something. Or something. And I was like going to bed last night and I was like, I guess I'm just going to do it all over again tomorrow. And then again, <laughs> it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of starting to get real. Okay, anyways. Yes. You know, one thing I will say is, you know, what's funny to me is when someone posts online about like day whatever of quarantine, but it's like a little too low. Like they're like day six. Yeah. And I'm like, well, where the fuck have you been? Because yeah. I was 17. <laughs> like. I know, totally. I like got really mad this morning because I saw that my friend went, my this one friend who's not taking it seriously, like at all. They went to the Everyone's beach on Friday. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. They went to the one. beach on Friday with like another friend. Another friend, well, I, there's two actually. One was, went to a fucking orgy, which is like another a bad idea for so many different reasons. Oh. There's like, Every, like There's that's not so, six feet apart. That's the opposite. Going to an orgy, <laughs> I will say, is the exact opposite of social distancing on every single level. And I'm one hundred and ten percent. And then last night, he uh, posted his story that he was like out with two other people, like in their backyard. And like I was like, I know where you live, man. That's not your fucking house. And I text, I messaged him, and I was like, I don't mean to be on my fucking high horse right now, but you are being extremely selfish and irresponsible. Like yeah, I was just like, I'm at over a certain it. point, it's like you have. You have to. <laughs> like, I know. It's you have crazy. to say something about this person because obviously 
like they need to face social consequences because if they're because obviously the health and wellness consequences aren't like important like to them. like i'm not saying like everyone should be like yelling at each other all the time about social distancing but if you see that it's like mm-hmm. some you got to say something because mm-hmm. clearly they need like they have to face a social consequence yeah. of some um, time speaking of the devil i see yes. biz in the background oh yes He's now in my room with me. (laughs) You know what? She's acting like nothing happened. (laughs) Can I just say that she's acting like nothing Mm. happened this morning? Like we're all good. The audacity. Okay, let's get into today's headlines. Um, As of this morning, we are at 216,722 total confirmed cases of coronavirus in the U.S. and 5,137 deaths. Most alarmingly, aside from all the deaths and dying and illness, (laughs) which is also alarming, over 6.6 million people filed for unemployment last week, doubling the record of 3.3 million set for just the week earlier. This means that 10 million people have filed for unemployment in the last two weeks. So basically since the start of like the social distancing measures proper. And um, these are the sharpest spikes in unemployment filings in American history. And this data lags by about a week. So where we're at now, this is, this is a snapshot of where we were at last week. Oh God. Um, I know. Um, also, yesterday, the co-founder and songwriter of Fountains of Wayne, TBT, mm-hmm. to that band, mm-hmm. died from coronavirus-related complications at the age of 52. And he's been nominated for Oscars and Emmys for his songwriting, which is just, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's the first, like, I guess, celebrity person. Yeah. I mean, I've I seen mean- a couple, like famous notable people who have passed away from coronavirus but that was yeah totally it's also i feel like as these like days go by you're learning of more and more people who have covid19 you know what i mean like just in your own personal life or like like i i know i know now like four or five people six maybe you know yes Yes. It's well, crazy. I've talked about my D&D group, my super mm-hmm. spreader D&D group, where everyone is fine. And we actually had our first um, campaign since the outbreak yesterday. Exciting. Um, I got to use my dagger to stab a basilisk in the eye. Anyway. Wow. That's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I need to get into that. It was awesome. I got to use invisibility for the first time. I got to use spare the dying for the first time. Wow. It was great. I have a lot of different powers. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so proud. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. In, um, D- in my D&D world, I'm doing fucking great. In the real world, <laughs> shit is crazy. <laughs> All right. So uh, in other terrifying news, the Trump administration says it won't send any more personal protective equipment overseas. Uh, so we actually sent a ton to China when they were peaking, despite that we had already known that we were about to be on the verge of a pandemic, or at least yeah. he was told that, but he had a hunch that it wasn't true, I believe. Um, okay, so officials- <laughs> He just had a hunch. <laughs> he, that's like a, like a verbatim quote from yes. Fox, him as interview with Fox Hannity, which is crazy. Yes. Um, which is interesting. Another interesting thing, I think we already talked about this, I'm sorry, but like now he's just like disputing things that he said days before. 
Can't oh, they yeah. just start playing the clip? Like, can't they just be like, roll the clip? I mean, this, and this has been my question for forever, is I'm just like, we've all got phones. Can someone bring a Please. goddamn clip into the White House briefing room? Can we get a clip? Hold the, fuck, hold the fucking phone to the microphone. <laughs> right? And just Respond. play his words back to him. Be like, what, are you, what is this? Respond. Like, he can't, then he can't say he never said it. Anyways. No, he would be like, that's, he'd be like, that's an impersonator. That's Anthony Antamonic. That's, that's, <laughs> that <laughs> that's Alec Baldwin. That's not me. Like, <laughs> that would be like, it's insane. Okay. So officials at the strategic national stockpile say their reserves are running dangerously low. This also comes as the White House has hinted that it could encourage everyone to wear masks outside. Yes. Um, yet states say they are still competing for supplies with that competition driving the prices up. It's like the the guidance is basically changing. And whereas before they were saying like only sick people should wear masks. Now that mm-hmm. we know so much more about the people who are asymptomatic, like all the asymptomatic spreaders, it's starting to become more that we should all be wearing them. Yeah. In which so case, how do we all get them? I know. And like they were just like you, like the only people who should have them are healthcare workers. There's a shortage for healthcare workers. Right. But- and I do feel, even though it's actually safer for, it seems, for us all to be wearing them, I would feel, knowing what I know about this shortage, like an asshole if I got like an actual medical mask. So I might embroider one with my new embroidery kit. <laughs> yeah, just like a cloth, like make one out of cloth. Yeah, and like I'm going to just... make something. I, I saw a tutorial on BuzzFeed about how to make them and my friend Katie Ruth made one that's really cute. So I'm like, whatever, oh, wow. masks, well, but make it fashion. Because <laughs> like what I'm sort of realizing is, is like even if it's saying it's like, it's not doing its truly intended purpose. It does keep me from touching my nose and face. Yes. Which I think is the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm like, cause like I, so, so, so many times subconsciously, I like start touching my mouth, my face, I'm like, Oh fuck. Yes. But like, and, and it, it's not it, what you want, like a doctor to be wearing, but for like yeah. social interactions on the street where it's just like, I have to run to my bodega. It mm-hmm. is a helpful thing to have. Barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so LA Mayor Eric Garcetti said all 4 million residents who are performing essential tasks such as food shopping should wear some sort of face co- covering. Um, and when it comes to masks, there's still a lot of debate over how airborne coronavirus is. Um, you're more likely to get it if someone sneezes or coughs around you and releases droplets with the virus in it. What is unclear is how long these last in the air and how much of it lasts in the air. So. Yeah. So if you have a mask, wear your mask, I guess. Or if you have access to some mask-like thing until we can all get them. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. 
and you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Meanwhile, in Florida, (laughs) the start of every good story. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. in Florida... (laughs) Governor Ron DeSantis is finally ordering Floridians to stay at home starting midnight tonight. So DeSantis has been resisting for weeks to uh, to put stay in place and orders home. He refused to cover to close the beaches, even as spring breakers were all congregating over there, even though Florida has famously quite a large elderly population. Ron DeSantis didn't care. Um, he left it up to localities to decide when to close the beaches. And guess what? They didn't close them because that's their whole livelihood. So mm-hmm. they didn't close them. Even as late as the last weeks of March, beachgoers were still cramming into hotel rooms, swarming beaches, and partying in large groups at local bars and restaurants, which is great. Okay, um, spring breakers are gross to begin with. I know. We I cannot think of a dirtier coalition of people to like allow to not College only congregate, students. swap Ugh. fit, and then disperse into their home communities. Like it's not even that this is just a Florida problem because since it was like a vacation related situation, now all of mm-hmm. these people have gone back home. Apparently like 70 students who there were like 70 students from UT Austin who went to spring break and came back. And now a bunch of them have tested positive for coronavirus. Wonderful. So um, Florida has been the only state with more than 5,000 cases uh, that has not put in a stay at home order. So most states, once they hit 5,000, were like, we're going to put stay in place. Florida was like, no, YOLO. <laughs> it's fine. We'll shoot the virus. And <laughs> so um, by Wednesday, the state had nearly 7,000 cases and over 100 deaths. Uh, a Tampa Pentecostal pastor was arrested on Monday for urging hundreds of worshipers to gather and attend church services. Uh, and so Reverend Rodney Howard Brown was urged by the sheriff and lo- local government leaders to cancel services at his mega church, but he held him anyway and then was arrested for intentionally and repeatedly defying emergency orders mandating social distance. So that's cool. Good. Um, I don't know if you've seen, I saw a video online circulating of like, like, I think it's usually Pentecostal pastors like trying to like pray coronavirus away. Uh-huh. And it was actually amazing. I felt moved by it. He was <laughs> he was just like, be gone. <laughs> He's like, I will lay hands on the virus. And like I, was I like, think I did see that. It felt it felt very loud. It was I I was like 
honestly, I watched it and he's so, they have so much conviction while they're doing that, that I'm like, I mean, maybe it worked. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That shit Um, scares me. Also, hate to call out a fave, but Mm -hmm. J-Lo and Aaron Rodriguez went to the gym in Miami yesterday. Even though the stay-at-home order had been ordered and there's no fucking way they don't have a gym at their house i know that's what i was thinking there how could they there's absolutely no way they live in a fucking like mansion yeah and they, like, they've seen video they've shown and j-lo look at her body she clearly works out every single day like i miss my group fitness classes too but yeah. can, i mean get can we get them a peloton can I we know, get J-Lo Jesus. and A-Rod a Peloton or one of those mirrors that you hang also, up and you work out with the mirror? Like, you guys can stay Jennifer home. Lopez, take a fucking break. You deserve it. You just did the right? Super Bowl. You were in Hustlers. You, like, are 50 years old. You're going to, like, you're going to burn out, man. What if at the end, uh, what if, like, at the ends of all of this, everyone comes back out into society and J-Lo looks like a normal 50-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, oh, my God. What happened? Coronavirus aged J-Lo. Oh God! That won't happen. She um, no. she will be perfect forever. Okay, and one last thing is that Texas uh, is the largest state in the nation at this point without a stay-at-home order, um, but they still had time to ban abortion during the pandemic. Uh, Texas has about four thousand new coronavirus cases, and they also have a new abortion ban because basically. A bunch of red states have been doing this, but they're deeming, they're they're abandoning all non-essential like surgical procedures, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then they're including, they're deeming abortion as a non-essential medical procedure so that they can ban it outright. So right now in Texas, and this was upheld by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. So right now in Texas, you cannot get an abortion. Jesus. Yes. Which... Not like a pregnancy is time sensitive or anything. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, they're like, I, this might last nine months. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Guess what else lasts nine months, babe? Oh, God. Uh, um, so another story that makes my blood boil, no pun intended. Um, so Mount Sinai Health Systems in New York basically are had launched an effort. They put out an advertisement to collect antibody-rich plasma of people who might have recovered from Mm COVID-19 and then inject it into critically ill patients. So there's this one New York City resident. This is all from uh, NBC News. There's this one New York City resident. um, His name is uh, Sabri Ben Achor. Achor, um, I'm sorry. And so he fell ill like earlier in March. Mm-hmm. Um, he had all the symptoms for coronavirus. He had fever, aches, cough, headache. Um, and then after that went away, he had no sense of taste and smell. But he just stayed home and didn't get tested because that was the official advice. Um, and so he saw this advertisement for this anti-rich plasma, like this like antibody-rich plasma like effort and applied. So he was screened. Um, they basically asked him what medication he was on. He explained that he was on Truvada, which is the uh, HIV prevention pill, also known as PrEP, and then had his blood taken. Uh, so it had turned out that he indeed contracted and recovered from COVID-19 and that his blood specifically had a robust level of antibodies. 
and that the doctors at Mount Sinai wanted him to donate his blood as quickly as possible so they, they could use his plasma, it could be extracted, and um, in this experimental infusion on critically ill COVID-19 patients. So they set an appointment to, to, for, that, for that to happen. Then just a few hours before his appointment, he got a call from Mount Sinai saying, actually, you're not going to be able to donate blood because you're on Travada. So, okay. That's- he is gay. It's insane. So he was like, okay, I won't take it for four weeks. And they said, no, that's not enough. You have to be uh, abstained from sex for a year because you're gay. Because he's gay. and he's But he has HIV negative. <sighs> so there is really no... Um, sense to it like okay so if you are on Travada in prep you already have to get tested every four months to make sure you are still hiv negative to continue to be on it it's just a precaution there's basically a very 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 minute possibility that you could even get uh while you're on this, prep. this man knows more for certain that he does not have hiv than i personally do at this moment like exactly because i and haven't like, i'm not getting an hiv test every four months the so. other thing the other thing is that, um, you know, they already screened this blood. He doesn't like, have HIV. <laughs> I know, but like, like even after you, every, anytime you donate blood, they test it for shit. It's not like they're just like, oh, thanks. And then they put it in someone else. It yeah, has to they, go through a process. They just pour it into a big cauldron. <laughs> like, yeah, it goes right like, in. It doesn't make, so it's so ridiculous. Um, because there is a federal blood ban on men who have sex with men in the past 12 months. It began in, it began in 1983 during the height of the AIDS crisis and basically banned any man who had ever sex with any man to ever donate blood. But just in 2015, they ruled it to be within the past year, which is like a step in the right direction, but it's, it's not there. It's crazy because, I mean, again, you just said it, but like we know gay, straight, whatever, you give your blood and then we know if, we, we can test it. So why? Basically, it makes no are, sense. We are kneecapping ourselves right now to defeat coronavirus by having a significant pop, like portion of the population, a lot of whom live in New York, by the way, who probably have recovered from COVID-19, being able to combat this virus and make it easier and quicker for us. It's insane. It's, I mean, it, it reminds me of like the issue where like when states try to make it so that like gay couples can't adopt and it's like great so now this child can't have a home like it's like it's the it's there are so many like weird lengths that people will go to to like uh-huh. screw over or like other make other gay people and yeah. it's just did you like, see that that um testimony from uh congressman maloney he's a democrat mm-hmm. from long island he's a gay man him and his partner have adopted like three children because no one wanted to take them. And gay men are more likely to oh, take right. people who are like HIV positive, like like children who are HIV positive. Or, and so the fact that they are trying to ban gay people from adopting because of like religious liberty at this point, that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to do right now currently in the court, in, in Congress. Um, they are taking away, you know, like homes for some of the most disenfranchised children. Yeah, gay gay men are, I mean, gay couples in general are more likely to donate or to adopt uh, older children too, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's really hard to get older children adopted a lot of the time. Like once you hit a certain age, 
it's almost guaranteed that you're just going to cycle through the foster system for a really long time, whereas a gay mm-hmm. couple will potentially adopt those children. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, just like... It's, it's okay, we got to end that... Uh, we got to end this discrimination, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. We have actually a bit of breaking news to pivot mm-hmm. real fast. Uh the Democratic National Convention has been postponed to August. Uh, Joe Biden, I saw that Joe Biden had uh, like been calling for this. It was supposed to be in mid-July. The DNC mm-hmm. was originally scheduled to start on July 13th. It's now been pushed back to the week of August 17th. Wow. Um, we, are, we are just learning this right now yeah we're literally we're a breaking news moment um Mm -hmm. in general it seems like joe biden in the past week has stepped up and kind of become more present he's been giving interviews uh he's done press briefings from his state-of-the-art studio that he's constructed in his Mm -hmm. delaware basement uh i mean it's um, clear it's clear they had to like they figure like oh everyone's talking about where i am so i better be here he must be quarantined so hardcore. I hope I hope he is at least. Yeah, I mean, it's really it's really interesting because there's been a lot of discussion online about like Joe Biden, where he is, what he's doing. because uh, there was like kind of a week there where it was like literally where is he? Uh yeah. the campaign was saying that they were constructing his state of the art studios <laughs> in his Delaware basement. <laughs> uh but it was it was just funny to me because they kept being like He's setting up live streaming. And I'm like, well, does he have a phone? Because if he has a phone, he's setting up live streaming. Like, yeah. I, have, I have 17 apps for live streaming right now. So, like, what's going on there? Meanwhile, yeah. Bernie Sanders attended DJ D Nice's club quarantine set on Instagram with 70,000 other people. So, Bernie's out here clubbing it up on, <laughs> on live, I guess. He's pumping. He was fist pumping. He had glow sticks. It was insane. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Um, but it is like Biden's campaign is struggling with how to figure out how to get out there because yes, he's been, he released a podcast. He's been doing a lot of stuff, but just, I mean, by virtue of what's going on, obviously all of it pales in comparison to what Trump is getting at his pre- press conferences, as he likes to remind us. He's getting bachelor finale ratings at his press yeah. conference. And um, it's just really tough. Like, I-, I really think at this point, the only person who has a platform anywhere near what Trump has is Cuomo. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, now Cuomo is sort of like the dominant figure in Democratic politics. He's said many times that he's not like using this to run, but everybody's looking at Cuomo being like, "Is should we, should we pull his ass in how, here? How does that even work? I don't even know how that would work. Everyone's like, I don't know. Like, my friend asked me last night because people, because of this podcast, people tend to ask me like their, my, like their political questions. And someone's like, so is Cuomo running for president? I was like, I don't even know how that would work. He said I, no. And he said no, so probably not. But like, he said no. How would that work? I think the only way that it would be, my guess would be that if Joe Biden didn't get the one thousand nine hundred and ninety-one delegates that he needs, then technically at the second ballot, the super delegates are allowed to nominate anyone. Which is insane. So I mean, that's I also, it. Would also be it would be complete chaos <laughs> if that happened. It, 
I think we're looking at a chaos, chaotic convention, no matter what. At this point, it's That's it's true. insane. I mean, um, I don't know, and I don't know what the answer is to Joe Biden's thing because he's a vulnerable person. He can't he can't be out there all the time. But sometimes I'm like, can we put his ass in a bubble and get him at these Cuomo press conferences? Like, can we can well, we get him a hazmat suit? It's like. Um, Trump is very vulnerable too, and he's standing around all these fucking people all the time. I know. Just talking. Like, he's still going out there, even though, and not taking social distancing seriously because he's, you know, he's not a serious person and no one around him is. Joe Biden suffers from the fact that the people around him know things, and he, Mm -hmm. as, you know, as much as we have made fun of him in the past, he can conceptualize what's happening and is a rational person. And so he, He's yeah. not out there, but it's like it is um it is alarming to me how I hate to say it, but like not relevant he has been mm-hmm. in the discussion of what's happening. And I hope that I hope that as things ramp up, he's able to find a way to get himself in there. Cause I, I, I recognize think, that it's hard and it sucks. I but. wonder if part of it is like we like maybe he thinks inevitably this will not look good for Trump. And so he doesn't maybe like we we when we come out of this, it's before the November election, like fucking fingers crossed, and uh, and he's just like you know what, Trump already defeated himself. I don't need to defeat him. Yeah, I mean we are seeing Trump's approval rating go up at right I, now. Yeah, but I do feel like they they talk about that like rally around the flag effect, which is like right after a crisis, a lot of people tend to like approve of what the president's doing just well, they're because saying, they do. I saw that and there were, there was also like I like I think Nate Silver was commenting on that study. He's like, "Yes, it says this, but it also says but people who they would vote for hasn't changed. They would still not vote for him. They would still vote for yeah. they were like, "Yes, he's doing a like we like him we're more approving of him, but we're still not going to vote for him, which was like yeah. kind of an interesting thing to see. I do have one quick question before we go about what yes. you think about this. So I was seeing some places on Twitter about um, these, like, cause we have now moved the New York primary to June, mm-hmm. typically in April. I didn't even realize that, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I guess that's good to know. <laughs> people are like, Oh, this is the DNC coming for Bernie. And I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, I guess I would have to read what they were saying and why, but my initial thought is like, I mean, we can't have the primary in April. I just don't, I, I, I don't see how that's helpful. And like my also, polling place is an old folks home. We can't have I'm, the primary in April. Yeah, I know. And like, I mean, I guess there's an argument, like why not just to expand to like vote from home or something? Yeah, but I mean, I guess, I guess I we know. could it do seems that. Like but an my, odd argument. Okay, I would have to, in good faith, read what other people are saying. But my initial thought is, I just don't think New York has the bandwidth to install vote, like mail-in voting right now. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of feel like that is, I imagine something that takes more time to organize than just like printing the ballots and mailing them out. <laughs> and... Yeah. We're uh, we're kind of the epicenter of a pandemic right now, so I just wonder if that is a f- like, is it really feasible to do? <laughs> yeah, like where would we even get my, all that paper? I, I will I I will investigate what others are saying before yeah. I dismiss it out of hand. But that is my first thought on that. <laughs> 
Oh, all right. Okay, guys. Um, I think that takes us to the end. So, until the end of the pandemic, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this was the Betches Sucks Corona The Betches Sup podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. The Sup is created by Sammy Fishbein. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to Sup at Betches.com. Betches.